Kia ora, I'm Strawn from Commoners Communion. I'm a writer and musician from Aotearoa, New Zealand. This prayer is called Remembrance is Anxiety's Antidote from Prayer Volume 1. Teach me to remember, Father. Make my mind a storehouse for past promises kept, love lavished and hope fulfilled, so that I may be a prophet to my own present, a watchman on the walls of my own still night. Depression and anxiety are no uncommon thing in this day and age. I know all too well when things refuse to change how quickly a difficult season can turn into a hopeless one. In my own dark times, when I've been too afraid to hope, I fought the war for my well-being on the battlefield of my memory. We all have a memory of some kind that calls us to reflect on the goodness and closeness of God, a relationship a moment of celebration, or the sun rising when we truly felt it wouldn't. Remembrance is a way of telling our spirit that the present situation is not eternal, that life is cyclical, and that God is always with us, even when we are unable to see it in the moment. Personally, the practice of remembering in times of darkness and difficulty has been probably one of the greatest gifts to my spiritual walk and to my mental health in the last five or six years. I'm a bit of an anxious flyer and although I've flown well over 500 hours in the last five or so years, probably 95% of the time when I have got on a plane, it is impossible for me to believe that I am not going to die. And the fear and anxiety that would grip me would paralyze me, uh, sometimes for six or seven hours at a time on long-haul flight. Some of the longer flights that I've been doing from Auckland to Chicago would be 17 hours at times. And when turbulence was bad and the plane was shaking and I was absolutely convinced that I was going to be leaving my wife and three kids at home alone for good, I would force myself to remember the countless hours of flying that I had done when turbulence had turned out to be nothing but a bumpy ride and I would force myself to remember the feeling of the wheels landing on the tarmac, arriving home, seeing my wife and kids again. I would remember all of the times that I prayed through horrific turbulence and storms and falling planes and stuff falling out of the cabins above me and how in all of that God heard my prayer and brought me home. In those moments, remembering was pretty much all I had to make it through what felt to me like a life-threatening situation. Remembrance is a powerful practice because remembrance subverts suffering. In a moment when things are difficult and seem hopeless and overwhelming, remembering times that God has 
broken through for us, remembering good times, is a way of telling suffering that it has no power. To remember is to honor truth. To remember is to say, what I feel now, what I see now, what I'm experiencing now is not the ultimate truth. The ultimate truth is that God is with me, that He hasn't forgotten me, and that there will be good days ahead. And in that way, I feel like remembrance can kind of open up an entire new earth inside of us. It creates a whole new space for us to run free in, in which God reigns in and gives us and gives Him the freedom that He wants to speak to us. It kind of gives us the entire internal space within the chaos of the storm that surrounds us to stand in peace and to commune with God. In a way, it doesn't necessarily change the external circumstances we're facing, but it does radically change the internal. In this prayer, it starts, Teach me to remember, Father. Make my mind a storehouse for past promises kept. And when I wrote this prayer, I was thinking a lot about how a way of preparing for difficult times and even a way once we're in the midst of them to make it through is to create this treasure trove of promises remembered to create a space in our life, whether it's writing it down in a journal or whether it's the constant repetition in our own souls, where we remember in detail all of the magnificent moments of our life when God has kept His promises, when He has come through for us, when there was, when the sun did rise, when the sickness did heal, when that relationship was restored. And we all have those um, parts of us. And in the meditation, it talks about Even if it's just a relationship, a moment of celebration or the sun rising after a very dark night, even those smallest moments we have to fall back on, to place and to fill our storehouse with remembering. And there are lots of ways of creating a storehouse. You can write them down. I think the best way to remember things, to remember blessings is to share it with others constantly, to tell other people in your conversations. They tell, they often have spoken about the gospel being best manifested in your life by sharing it constantly with others. And another way to create a storehouse is to pray them back to God. Say, God, I remember when you dot, 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 you were the God of the moment that I was here and you brought me here and I won't forget it and you've done it once before. Do it again, Father. I, I praise you. I give you space in my soul to reign in that moment with me. And you can create a storehouse of intimate moments with God. I know for me, I go through these long periods sometimes where I don't hear from God and He seems absent. And so I go back and I read my journals when my heart was full of affection and God was there. And I remember moments when God met me physically, tangibly, emotionally. Sometimes it's like 10 years ago. Sometimes it's 10 months ago, 10 days ago. And I meditate on those things and I remember that God has been my God since those times. You can remember kept promises, like I said, you write those down, remember them over time and fulfilled hopes. Big moments in your life when long-held hopes have come to pass with God's faithfulness. And nearer the end of the prayer, it reads, so that I can be a prophet to my own present, 
a watchman on the walls of my own still night. And when I think about being a prophet in the context of remembrance, I think about it being bringing the right revelation of Christ into the present moment. In this sense, remembering is a truly prophetic act because it remembers times in the past when God was God over any given situation. And it speaks that same nature of God, His unchanging nature, His unchanging blessing and power into the situation that you're in right now. It makes each one of us a prophet to be able to describe Jesus' love and His presentness and His kindness and His affections and His overwhelming closeness to us in the moment when we least feel it is to prophesy over our own souls and over creation. And in that same way, I feel like the prophetic being a prophet to my present and a watchman on the walls of my own still night I want in the same thing because if you're able to remember things and prophesy it into your present, then you become a watchman too. It forces you to anticipate what's coming. And I think finally, when it comes to remembering, it's not just about looking back, it's about looking forward. And it helps us to look forward right and without anxiety because we remember when God has done good things and we're able to look into the future knowing that He will do it again. And that looking toward God is so important being a watchman, it's the critical practice of looking outward to the horizon line of our souls and saying, God, because I believe and trust, because I have seen it before, my eyes are open, I am looking far down the horizon line and I will wait and I will watch. And the watchman's job was to stand on the walls of the city and keep watch all night waiting for messengers to come, looking for trouble that might come. It was both good and negative. But in this sense, I think it's about seeking God and waiting for Him to bring those things to pass, even when the dawn feels miles off. is anxiety's antidote. Teach me to remember, Father. Make my mind a storehouse of past promises kept, love lavished and hope fulfilled, so that I may be a prophet to my own present, a watchman on the walls of my own still night. May you go in the peace of God, may you know His love for you, and may you remember that He has done it before, that He will do it again, that He has never left you. And if you just lift your eyes, you'll see Him riding in on the horizon. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Commoners Communion Podcast. I'm your host, Ron Coleman. You can find out more about me and what I'm doing at commonerscommunion.com. You'll also find retreats that I'm running, events that I'm doing, and my prayer book there too. A huge thank you to Jonathan Class for composing the music that you hear on this episode and for helping me to produce this season. If you'd like to stay in touch more regularly, I post prayers every couple of days on Instagram, commoners underscore communion. I also stay in touch for conversation and post events regularly there. It's the best place to keep in touch. Thanks again for listening. Have an awesome day.